Hello, and welcome again to another talk with Mouth Mechanics. For those of you who are new to our channel, we welcome you. And for those who are with us, thank you for supporting us. Today, we are starting with the topic, pre-medication. And why do I have to take it before the appointment? And why can't I be seen? And is it really necessary? So starting it off, I'll pass it over to you, Danita, to kick off the conversation with, do I really have to have this pre-medication? And can you get the doctor to come explain to me why do I need this pre-medication and why can't I be seen? So the pre-medication is honestly for your health. It's not for my health. It's not for the doctor's health. It's not for anybody. Not e- If you're married, it's not even for your spouse's health. The pre-medication is for your health. And when we say pre-medicate, it's an antibiotic. We recommend taking it an hour before your dental procedure so that it can get into the system. So if there is any bacteria that will rise up to cause something to be irritated already in your body. So if you come in already with, let's say, a prosthetic joint, or if you come in already with a heart condition, a serious heart condition, the antibiotic is needed so that the bacteria does not irritate and cause an infection to what you already have going on, because it's not something we did. Everybody does not need to be premedicated. Only our very special patients. And I had you kick it off because (laughs) when it comes to a surgery procedure with me, they're going to take it. They absolutely will with no questions. For an exam with me. But now when it comes to hygiene and as a hygienist myself, I would always get that. But I'm just getting a cleaning. So that's why I had you kick it off because you get it the most. We don't get it, Sharon. No, we don't get it on our side. I took that pre-medication, Sharon. And when Ashley worked with me that one week, she came in the sterilization room and she said, they don't act like this in the back when it comes to the pre-med. And I said, well, what y'all back there saying? So it's easier on our side, but on your side, they don't understand that because you're using the instruments going inside the gum lines, introducing bacteria and things into your bloodstreams, into everything. And you're absolutely correct because they do look at it like it's just it's a just cleaning. It's just a cleaning. It's, it's and just it's not just a cleaning. Because oh, so let me put this out there. What you do at home with what you have at home is right. just a cleaning. Because you just topical. You just brushing the teeth and brushing your tongue. Even if you're flossing. Let me tell you something. Even if you go to CBS and get them little instruments and call yourself doing whatever it is that you're doing, then that's just the cleaning. When you come to see a dental professional, it's more than just the cleaning. I'm an oral health educator. So I pay attention to the color of your gum tissues. I pay attention to how they're moving because your gums are not supposed to be flapping in the wind. Okay. I pay attention to the way you're bleeding, how you're bleeding. And when I go in there, I have this thing called tactile sensitivity. And it lets me know what's going on in the areas that I can't see. And when I start dealing with the areas that I can't see and I start to pull that plaque and that calculus up, that's bacteria. That's an infection. Now, when I pull all of this up, that blood that starts to get stirred up, that blood doesn't go somewhere else. It didn't come from somewhere else. That same blood went through your brain. Right. It went through your heart. It went through your kidneys. And if you have a prosthetic joint, it's circled around that joker too. 
If you have something going on with your heart, it's circled around that too. So I don't do just a cleaning. That's my little piece of tidbit. If y'all don't pay attention to nothing else, <laughs> if you don't pay attention to nothing else on this particular on, episode, speak on it, speak on it. When you come see a dental professional, we don't just do anything. We don't just do anything. So if I have a patient that I had a patient the other day and a week before, less than a week before the appointment, he had a blockage in his arteries and they have put a stint in. And I'm like, okay, we need a clearance Mm -hmm. so I can make sure that I can still see you. And he did. He hit me with, he said, well, what you plan on doing today? Ain't ain't I just here for cleaning? This is a topic we have to address because we get it a lot. We really do. But again, Sharon and I rarely see it in the back. They're volunteering. You know, I took my pre-med, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They give me the information. Let me say, are you going to give me a needle? No, I don't have no treatment. Is doc coming in? Let me check your thing to see if you get an exam today because I have patients that come every three months and every four months and at those appointments you don't always get an exam and he was one of my more frequent recall patients so I said I have to check to see if you're going to get an exam today but no you are here for your (laughs) maintenance but you just told me you had a blockage in your heart and they had to open it up and so I just want to make sure so he calls the nurse so she said well nobody has ever had to pre-medicate for that and that's fine What took me out of here was when she wouldn't put it on paper. If you won't put your name on on it, I can't put my license on it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) When she would not put it on paper and then the patient said, and that's why I'm so glad because I think after that patient left, I came back in the back to make sure that we were doing this episode. Mm -hmm. Because then the patient said to me, well, I'll sign a waiver for you to clean my teeth. I'm sorry, but if you die, that's not going to hold up with your family member. I said, oh, no, we don't do that here. And I asked him, I said, is this cleaning that important that you will put your life on the line? Not saying that that's what's going to happen, but that's what you just said to me. Oh, I'll sign a waiver, especially if I look at your history and you didn't cancel the appointments. It can't be that. (laughs) There are some heart patients. They do not have to pre-medicate, but the decisions that we make do not necessarily just stay in our office. We do talk to the doctors. We do talk to the offices. And some cardiologists, you can have the same cardiologist as another patient in our office. And the cardiologist will say that that particular patient does not have to premedicate. But then they'll turn around and say another patient has to premedicate. It depends on the severity and the history of what is going on with that patient, their medical history. And I know it's hard to come get in to see the mouth mechanics. We are a community favorite. So I understand that it is hard sometimes to get in to see us. But we accommodate those patients that have already had an appointment, did their due diligence to come see us. And then because something they did not know needed to be done, we absolutely accommodate. Y'all just heard Doc say she's a hygienist. She was a hygienist before she was a doctor. So if you can't get in to see me, the office manager don't have no problem. It's like he played Tetris with Doc's schedule. (laughs) He literally plays Tetris with Doc's schedule to accommodate to get, you know, our patients in. 
So if you come in and we say that you need a medical clearance and we have to reschedule you, it's not because we're lazy. I heard somebody say that. No. Come on, ma'am. I always say, you know, we're in here regardless whether you show up or not. We are not in here playing golf. We're not in here drinking coffee. We don't have a coffee machine. We sure don't. I'm just saying we're here We and we work. We get it in. So when I don't have a patient, it's like an old Western tumbleweed just flowing through. And I'd rather it be busy than not. Yes, because then the day goes. Mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. day definitely goes by quick. The other thing, joints. We have patients that have hip replacements. Yes. They get knee replacements, mm-hmm. shoulders. I had a young lady that had MS. I called her Robocop because when she showed me the x-rays from her spine, her whole spine was nothing but pins and just metal. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I, the question is always, any surgeries since we last saw you? A lot of patients want to tell me about a surgery they had 20 years ago. Well, I'd have seen you 50,000 times. But I always say any surgery since we last saw you, they just fixed my spine for me. How? When she whipped out that picture, I'm so glad I was standing behind her because my face was like, damn. But when she showed me that S in her spine, I said, oh, I definitely need a medical clearance for you. Some patients we will because you do have the opportunity. You do have that leeway for the two hours. That's right. After we do a cleaning. I try to tell patients, now, don't abuse it because what happens, you don't have enough of the antibiotic in your system, the level two fight. It's a compromise up to two hours after you leave the appointment, but your best defense is if you can get it before. Proactive instead of reactive. And that's why it's all prophylaxis, not postalaxis. <laughs> it's prophylaxis. Oh my God. But she said, you know, I never thought to ask, is there anything that I need to do or not do or have or not have? And when she called, they told her they hadn't even cleared her to get a cleaning. Oh, see? They was like, wait, you're not cleared yet to even get a cleaning. So it's not because we're being lazy. It's not because we don't want to do our job. It's because we care. We really care. And we do want to see you back. Yes. Again, we want to see you. Yes, we do. And let me say, if you decide that you're going to go to another office and they don't take the same care, come back. We'll take you back. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely take you back. Even with the joints, not all of the replacements require a Mm pre-med. So I always ask for the orthopedic surgeon's opinion because I had one patient. He was the best friend of another one of my favorite patients, but he had got one hip done. I think he got that particular hip done three months before. And then he was going in in two months to get the other hip done. He was a vet. He had not had a cleaning in about 15 years. Yeah. So I was like, so this after prophylaxis, this is not going to work for you. I need to get a clearance. And that's when he told me he was getting the other hip done. And I said, so... Can you talk to them? Because at this point, I think you may need a medical and a dental clinic. I think you may need both. And he said, well, they did the other hip and I didn't need a dental clearance. I said, oh, okay. well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to just talk to them. Say my hygienist has these concerns and she wants to make sure that I don't need both a medical and a dental. And I had not seen him again after that. But I saw his best friend last week. I did. And I, I asked my mom, I said, how is such and such, you know? He said, I just saw him yesterday. I said, oh, y'all went golfing? He said, no, we're going to go golfing tomorrow. I said, because I, I haven't seen him. And he said, well, he had to get a dental clearance. <laughs> <laughs> See? And he couldn't make it back in. 
So he went to another office so that they could do the dental clearance for him. He said, but they're not as nice as them. They're not mm-hmm. friendly. Mm-hmm. And he was like, even when she could not clean my teeth, she still sat in there and talked to me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he says, when they clear him from the surgeries, he said he's coming back to see you. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. See, okay. Danita, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. That's a testament to you. <laughs> yes, your side mannerism, yeah, and the care that you give attention. Because they do pay attention to how fast we exit the room. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they absolutely do. But the antibiotic prophylaxis, it is really to save your life. It's really to not put you back into the hospital. Right. It's not to aggravate your health. It is really to just make sure that we don't do anything to you that we could have definitely prevented just by you taking this medication. The other concern that I get from patients is the ones that don't like to take antibiotics. Because of the bacteria-resistant infections. And that is a grave concern. Mm -hmm. You do want the antibiotics to work for you when you need it. And if you're taking it, your body will become resistant. And I ask them, well, how often do you take an antibiotic? Because that plays a part, too. If the only time you're taking it is when you come to see us, then there's a very slim chance that your body will build up a tolerance and it doesn't work for you. But if you are a patient that for whatever reasons, because... Y'all can say that you all do, but everybody does not disclose their medical history to us. That's why we treat y'all like y'all got everything because y'all don't want to tell us nothing. And your doctor tends to know everything that's going on with you. And if they have you on an antibiotic regimen, we want to know that. Because if they have you on, let's say, amoxicillin, because that is our antibiotic of choice in the dental community. Mm -hmm. If they have you on amoxicillin, us giving you a pre-med for amoxicillin is not going to do anything. That's correct. So we need to do something else. We need to put you on a different type of antibiotic. There are different types of antibiotics out there so that what we do put you on does what it's supposed to do. So I understand the concern. Then I have my conspiracy theory patients. I love y'all too. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the patients think, especially with everything that's going on, that not getting the vaccine. When the young lady said this to me, she was like 76, 77. So when the young lady said this to me, I was like, wow, I wonder what channel she watches at home. But she said, I'm not getting that vaccine because they're going to put a tracker in me if if I get the vaccine. And now they're going to make you all because I heard that the dentist can start doing it, too. So that's how y'all going to do it. Y'all going to give us medicine and tracker going to be in the medicine. And I said, no, ma'am, I definitely just want to make sure that everything is okay. And she was a pre-med patient. She wasn't a new patient. She was a pre-med patient and she needed a new prescription. She trusted the medication she had before they started pushing the vaccine. She doesn't trust the new medication. So we we did. Me and her had to... We went back one-on-one for a minute. Mm. Yeah, we had... Did you make any progress? No. Mm -mm. But you tried. But you know what? Now, because her doctor is not vaccinated. So she took the pre-med that her doctor prescribed her. I see. Mm, but she wouldn't take it from us. So for me, and it took me back to that episode where Doc said, even if you don't get help from us, get help somewhere, get help somewhere. somewhere. So even mm-hmm. if you don't get the medicine from us, get it from a licensed professional. Don't get it from your homeboy on the corner. Mm. <laughs> get it from a licensed 
professional. Or your neighbor. A lot of times we'll see emergencies. Patients will come in and say, I did take some pre-medication. I need some more. I ran out from my last cleaning. Oh, how are you able to take it? I went over to my neighbor and got some. And I said, well, did you check the date? Maybe it's expired. The efficacy of it, you have to be concerned. It's almost like taking a placebo. You took nothing. So then she said, oh, I didn't even think about that. So you just don't know how long it's been in somebody's medicine cabinet. I'm so glad you said that. I didn't realize until I had a conversation with my brother that they don't realize that prescription medication expires. expires. That's right. There's an expiration date. He said to me, it's just like the milk. It's a it's a suggested use by date. I said, that's why your mouth's still swollen. And since we're going to say it, if you have somebody that you could just call on the phone and they don't have no history concerning you and they just call you a medication in don't take don't, don't do take that it. don't That's take right. it don't do that you want to be seen you definitely want to be seen because i have seen malignant lesion cysts some people yes. are put pressing yes. on them and they get pus yes. coming from them they, oh it's just an abscess but if you weren't seen you would not have no. known that you needed a biopsy in that because malignant is cancerous that's right Malignant is cancerous. Oh, even benign. Right. I've seen benign cysts that are wiping out the bone. It's like, oh, I yes, thought I had, I have just a little abscess. Mm-mm. No, not the way this x-ray looks. So that's why you want to be seen so you can have the proper evaluation. That thing the size of a quarter. That's not little. And the little area that is in is maybe just a little bit bigger than the quarter. So at this point, you about to have no bone. Mm-hmm. But see, we saying that because we're looking through x-ray vision. Right. They're just looking superficially at a pimple. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want the evaluation and not to assume. Yes, yeah, stop being Dr. Google. Yeah, so I'll run to your neighbor. You got a couple of amoxicillin for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that happens a lot. I'm finding in the back, it happens a lot. They're going to neighbors or their, their brother or someone had the antibiotics and I'm good. I took a couple. I'm like, no. Especially in the pandemic, it is unfortunate the fear that's blanketing the nation and it's keeping people home from seeing not just dental professionals, but even your medical professionals. Mm, that's right. Believe me, we are taking every single precaution. So whatever you did come in the office with, you will leave with. Because whatever we came in the office with, that's something we want to take back home. I don't want to take back whatever you may or may not have going on. So we are taking every single precaution. That's right. And at the Mouth Mechanics, we have this head hazmat leader named Dwayne. Oh, I knew this right. We got UV lights. But that's the thing about having a germaphobe as a manager. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he's not delicate about it either when he calls you out. Oh, the other thing that comes up a lot is the heart murmurs. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. It's the heart murmurs. And I have to be honest. So for me and everything that I have researched and everything that I have studied, you do not have to pre-medicate for a heart murmur. You don't. You don't. However, if it were me, I was about to say I would mm-hmm. be taking the pre-med, not even a post-med. I would do the pre-med just because we're talking about preventing bacterial endocarditis. Endocarditis mm-hmm. is the cardium, the lining of the heart. So we're talking about the heart. So if I already have a malfunctioning of the heart, I don't need anything else going on with the heart. I don't introduce right. anything else. So let me be as preventative as possible. So people do ask me, they say we don't need it. What would you do? I'll tell you what I would do. I would take it. 
And I tell myself, for me and the research that I have read, it says you do not have to. So professionally, I do have to let you know that personally, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it because and it's deology, which is the study of my mind. So if you have an opinion about it, it's my mind. It's the reason they said it. Mm-hmm. It's the reason they said it. And I don't want to be the reason why they come back and say, dang, we should have stopped. Okay. <laughs> that's right that's right so that is one of the biggest ones with well i don't have to it's one doctor that even if the cardiologist tells them that they don't have to take for the heart murmur the dentist out by pg plaza he still makes his heart murmur patients mm-hmm. take that pre-med and some of them one guy didn't come back and some like well i appreciate that we do have patients that are appreciative of the safety measures that we take. And we thank y'all. We even thank the patients that makes us pull on our education and flex our, um, I know what I'm talking about card. One thing that I'm seeing is the eye replacements. The cornea replacements. Yes. Uh-huh. They are doing that. Those transplants. I should say the cornea yeah. transplants. Yes. I have seen that. I'm seeing more of those. Yes. Now that we have the laser technology, mm-hmm. you're seeing more of that. Ooh, that's a that's a good one because it's so new. I haven't seen any research on prophylaxis for patients who have undergone cornea transplants. And I think we only had two in the office, and the two that we had in the office, it was like, well, we not we're not sure. So, and and they wanted to do the clearance. They didn't even want to wait the two hour. And they was like, if I have to wait, have many months to get back in to see you. Then I'm going to just wait, you know, the however many months to get back in to see oh, you. I think maybe you're talking about their eye. You know what I'm saying? But now I think about when you talk right. about the heart. I yeah. just don't, I don't think they're having that, the connection. No, they're not. Because you know, the eye is important too. But I mean, <laughs> and that's what just, she, <laughs> you know what I had to go through? Oh my goodness. Uh-uh. This cleaner, she was like, I love y'all. And Tansy's my girl, but <laughs> I'm going to just wait. I'm going to just wait it out and see. And I haven't seen them back yet. So I am into, because I can't, maybe I'm not looking mm-hmm. deep enough because I'm being honest with y'all. After about 10, 15,000 clicks, if I can't find it, I'd be like, listen. Mm. Listen, yeah. I haven't found <laughs> right. it either, but I, it'd be interesting. I know for yeah. me, would I take it? I certainly I would. would take the premedication. I, I would. Because now I get a cleaning once every six months. So mm-hmm. I just weigh the risk with that as far as bacterial resistance mm-hmm. and being covered. And our stroke patients and the brain surgeries, I think we have a patient, she's had multiple surgeries to have tumors removed. From her brain. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I, I see her face. I feel like we're looking at her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all know who I'm talking about. Even with those patients, for us, it's always a safety precaution. Right. And it's always a safety precaution. For our patients that we have history with, because we know and you have not mm-hmm. had to, even if you've had a stroke, even if you had to have had brain surgery and we know how everything plays out, then it's okay. We'll do what we've been doing. But if you are a brand new patient and we have nothing, nothing on you. That's right. And you come in and your medical history reads like a novel. Mm. We're going to need a clearance. We definitely <laughs> need a clearance. Yes. And you don't want a, a healthcare professional working on you nervous. It makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it makes you uneasy to work on someone where you don't really know their health history right. uh, or how, how they will respond to certain treatment. Mm-hmm. So definitely want the clearance so we can feel comfortable. It always amazes me, even with our pregnant patients. It definitely amazes we me. We had someone sharing. You had mm-hmm. someone just last I week. Did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> that, and, and it's the same thing. You could be seeing the same OB and 
one mom does not have to pre-medicate, mm-hmm. but another mom is a high risk and mm-hmm. she needs to pre-medicate. But mm-hmm. we don't know that. I don't know. Unless that. we get a clearance. I'm going to look at you. Okay. That's right. You're pregnant. Guess what? I need that I remember clearance. I worked at this office in Suitland and the assistant's daughter came in and she was pregnant. And so, I'm, you know, going over the history and she tells me that she's pregnant. I said, well, do you have your clearance? And mm-hmm. she said, what's the clearance? So I explained to her what it was. When I told them that I would not see her without that medical clearance, everybody was mad. Down to the doctor. I'm so sorry. Oh, Damn. You're pregnant. You know, Denise, there is a, it's pretty much standard that they'll say, just double lead apron. Double lead. Right. You can yes. do Tylenol and you can do lidocaine. But I have seen an anomaly, a change, yes, yes, uh, yes. because there was one person, oh, I know what the standard is going to be. And I open up the letter and they and said no, no x-rays mm-hmm. and no lidocaine. Uh, yep. You can only use carbocaine. Mm-hmm. So we just want to err on the side of caution because it's not every case is going to be identical. Right. It's easy to assume. Well, I've seen 30 patients yeah, this right. month and they all pregnant patients mm-hmm. were a treatment plan the same. Mm-hmm. That was the same. Every OB said the same thing as far as treatment guidelines. But you'll get that one patient and that, that could one your license. Mm-hmm. And it just takes one. Mm-hmm. They said no x-rays and, that and one emergency and care. That one case, that one scenario that could really undo you, you yeah know, even your the assistant came back to me she said i owe you an apology we can all come yeah. in here with this had the same surgery same doctor that's right same the everything put history. in mm-hmm. however we are different hosts that's right uh, yeah, even if right. you know yeah. my history yeah my body may respond differently, differently. to the right. same so bacterial strain so true that's and right. respond differently to the same whatever was placed mm-hmm. so we're all different hosts so I'm thankful for the professionals that look at it that way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they're all a different host. Now, we may start, you may come in and, you know, we all start at the same level and we may come in and get the cleaning and me and Doc don't react. But you end up in the hospital on That's IV antibiotics. Right. Because those side effects, I mean, the symptoms yeah. are real. That will have shut you down and send you to the hospital for treatment. So in six months, mm-hmm. when we ask you and you say, well, you we probably won't even have to ask Sharon. I see Sharon getting in the chair and say, you know, when I left here, I was in the emergency room messing around with y'all. <laughs> well, what happened? I ended up on M- antibiotics. I had, I had all kinds of stuff running through my body, in my nose, in my see, arm. All kinds of stuff was right. going on. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get you a mouth mechanic that's going to say, they had an hey. after your appointment with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what needs to happen. But me and Doc, we get not teeth clean. And we got to reschedule you because we now have to put you on a pre-medication. So that we can prevent you having to get an IV antibiotic. That's right. Yeah, Education. the difference. Y'all know when y'all go to different shows, when you go to different people's houses and they have the host, every host is different. Mm-hmm. One host make you laugh really hard. One host, you'd be like, can somebody else host? <laughs> <laughs> so you can be a twin or a triplet. That's right. But it's different. It is different. So mm-hmm. when we talk about a pre-medication and we want to do the antibiotic prophylaxis, it's really to be proactive. It's not That's to be right. reactive. It's not to not see you. We already seen you. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody take your space. If you have an 1130 appointment and I can't see you at 1130, I can't go out on the sidewalk and pull somebody at 1130. Sure don't. So, can't do it. 
we're we're not being I'm trying um, to boot you for someone at home. <laughs> you know, got somebody hiding in your and your cabin is there. No, it's it's what it is at all. And I don't think they really see it too, because why would you want to, as a business, why would you want to dismiss a person who is in the chair? It's not logical to mm-hmm. think we're trying to get out of work when you're already here. So it's all for the love of the patient and the care. Denise, you got some, something else final you're looking at there to say? I have to do my research every time we have a topic. I always mm-hmm. make sure I go yes. home and do my research because I never want to purposefully, I'm human. I never want to purposefully or intentionally give out wrong information. So I'm going to just say, now you have to show us your credentials because we won't just let anybody come sit in a garage. Yeah, that's correct. (laughs) So if you're listening and you have had one of these things that we have talked about, that means that you probably have a cardiologist or you may have an orthopedic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make some contact, because we would love to get a cardiologist or orthopedic surgeon into the garage, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I have some questions. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's what we're looking to do in the new year. Bring in certified special guests. guests. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. Even with our plastic surgeons, I really want to get a plastic Mm -hmm. surgeon in the garage. We have a lot of women and men who have gone through That's right. implants and transplants. Because you also have to think about our cancer patients that have reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. That's right. I would love to get a board certified plastic surgeon. I mean, again, <laughs> yes. board, board certified. Okay. <laughs> and, be, and be prepared because we will have the questions. Danita, you probably got a whole, whole host of questions, a litany of questions already ready to go for them, and which is great. And, and I'm sure whatever you think of, you're in a great position. Having been a hygienist before I went to dental school, it's the educational mm-hmm. hub. Yes. On my side, where Sharon and I work, we're there, we're in there, mm-hmm. in the grit of it now, fighting yes, whatever right. was happening, treating what was happening. You're on the preventative yes. side. I loved being a hygienist, still have my active license in North Carolina, yes. but it was just so, it was rewarding, mm-hmm. that intrinsic reward, because I got to really get in close with the patients and educate. Mm-hmm. Still do education on my side, but now people are showing up with the cavity to treat, you know, with the tooth that needs to be extracted. And we don't want to have any more extraction, so we still educate, but you're in a very nice position. It's a very rewarding yeah, position. You do. You see it all. You get all the questions and it's nice to be able to help on that level. Since we're talking about the doctors, I wouldn't mind having an OB come in and talk about that. This may be a uh, an episode you want to put the kids away for unless you're open with your children and transparent, because I do want to talk about abuse. And I want to talk about what they see when they they see, you know, the little kids and, mm-hmm. the, you know, pediatricians, what it is that they see that we can also take a look at. And I, I do have my patients ask me, can they perform certain things when they have certain things going on in their mouths? And they want to know. blush. And they want to know how do STDs present in the mouth? So I would love so great topics. We, trust me, stay mm-hmm. stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. tuned for real. Um, yes, please feel free to check out the website mouthmechanics.com. Stay tuned for our Facebook. All of that our social media is on the website, so that'll point you into that direction. Be patient. We're just getting started with the social media, but you did more to come. So I thank you, Danita, for that. I like that. It's like coming attractions, you know. So so please know that we do take this channel. Seriously, we take the podcast seriously and we just hope that we are getting the information out there and educating. 
Well, on that note, as far as pre-med, we hope that you have a better insight as to why you need it and the importance of it. If you do have to take a pre-medication or are told that you need to take a pre-medication, you will take it seriously. Mm-hmm. This is your host, Dr. Tanzania Davis. Your friendly hygienist, Danita Price. Always fierce, Sharon Nickerson, dental assistant. Keep smiling. Till the next episode, we'll see you. Thank you.